First of all, Seth, I just want to say we're doing another podcast. We are like doing we another. Are continually, con- continuously, or yeah. continually, continually, Con- continually. We're still doing it. We're still doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. After twelve June, this is twelve. I think is the first time we we got talked together. about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a memory pop up. They started. We started recording in what September, August, uh, somewhere yeah, around there. I, yeah, I think so. I think it's episode twelve. No, eleven. Right? No, I think we're on the same edition as the iPhone. Thirteen. I have no idea. Fifteen. Yeah. No, we're on thirteen. Thirteen. The newest iPhone. We're also the newest <clears throat> around the campfire podcast. Hmm. The lucky number thirteen. Yeah. So if if um you have an iPhone, you should it should it should be like that U two album just automatically automatically. Downloaded to on it. Here. Yeah, that'd be great. I went to a Griffins game the other day with uh with a buddy of mine, and uh, it was for his birthday. Shout out Maxi! But um, there's a huge group of people there, and one of them came up to me and they were like, "Hey, would you rather?" <laughs> and I was like, "What? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah." Um, so that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. To all of our friends and family mostly family welcome to episode 13 on uh, today's episode we are actually going through the detailed instructions on how to make a cheesecake yep if we if we were going to do any dessert i'd want it to be cheesecake oh, i love cheesecake. I, I love cheesecake i had really good cheesecake this weekend that my mom bought was not homemade but honestly i feel like cheesecake's one of those things that it's good enough when you buy it from the store that it doesn't need to be homemade you know, yeah, I I've had homemade cheesecake once and it was good. My mom makes some absolute banging. I don't believe you. Well, you better bring it. I will. Okay. Uh, I, mom, I actually know for a fact that you listen to this podcast. Um, and well, then for Kathy, the record, I Kathy be- has been getting us stuff, so you really need to step it up. It is the holidays. Yeah, I know you're baking a lot. <laughs> for the record, I sure. believe you that your cheesecake is incredible. I just want to try it for myself. So my mom is no a, offense there. My mom is a very very good cook. Um, it's like one of those things you don't realize until you're 26 years yep. old. Mm-hmm. You've made it through college and you live on you live on your own. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I found that out the harsh way, but like, yeah, she makes like sugar pie, pecan pie, yeah, cheesecake, the I, best spaghetti on the <clears> planet. <throat> My mom makes really good spaghetti too. I I hey, think I want to I want to try it. Okay, I don't believe <laughs> well, it. Okay, feel free to. It might be a little bit harder to transport and still be good, but we can figure it out. Um, I think that's something that, luckily, my wife's a good cook, um, and we have similar tastes, but I could see it being tough to transition into marriage where you're, like, cooking on your own and eating your wife's cooking because you're comparing it to, like, the only other home-cooked food you've ever had, which is, like, your mom or dad's. And they've been doing it for a long time. My dad's a good cook too. Yeah, so is mine. He doesn't do like a lot of things, but he does Same. the things well, that he does. he does do are really good. And yeah, I would feel bad because I don't want to. I wouldn't want to lie to my wife, right? But I also just wouldn't want to brutally, right? Demolish and you can't. Because I'd want her to get better. I'm like, well, hey, you yeah, and you somewhere. can't compare your wife to your mom. Like that's, I wouldn't want to be compared to. My dad. Their dad, yeah. Like, I, it just, it's I, interesting. If I was being compared to my dad, I'm slacking. Oh, yeah. I mean, same. My 
dad and my father-in-law are both great men. Yeah. So, you know, what's actually super <clears throat> cool is like when Kelsey, um, my girlfriend talks about my dad, she's like, oh, your dad's just a, such a sweet old man. He's so cool. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Same with my mom. Hopefully also we turn into a super sweet old lady. Dope old people. Someday. I hope so. Here's a quick question. A quick segue. Yeah. Are you going to be like one of those old people that, um, still wears clothing that maybe younger people would. So here's the one. I want to be a fashionable, old, fashionable uh, old person. I'm already not very fashionable. Me neither. But so like, I think I will always be functional. My clothing will always be functional. I don't think I'll be stylish. I think I will come in and out of style because I'm not going to change what I'm wearing. Yeah. And so if the things that I wear are in style, like, flannels are really big and like bib overalls and like those types of things are in right now and those are the things that i already have in my wardrobe but when those fall out of style like i'm not switching to like men's capris like nothing against those i just like i'm not gonna man i'm not gonna buy capris man i'm gonna buy jeans i am looking forward to cargo shorts coming back into style i think life was just simpler then i one of my favorite like the few things I, I own that are like my favorite purchases are zip off pants. Yeah, they're dope. They I'm are. I'm sorry. No. Why why aren't all pants zip off okay. pants? Well, first of all, you get two in one. Yeah. Buy one, get one free. Exactly. You know the best place to have zip off pants? Like in the world, in my opinion. Where? In amusement park. Because think about it. In the morning, it's cold. Yeah. You're standing in a line. If yep. if, if you're in the shade. You know, summer summer mornings can be chilly, depending on what time of time well, of year. You say eighty degree days. Right. Okay. So you weird. go into the amusement park. You want, you know, pants. Plus, you're riding the rides at hundred miles an hour. You want the pants. Not wrong. Okay. But Not if you're wrong. rocking jeans, you're stuck. Yeah. Then it gets it gets eighty degrees, and all of a sudden you're at the point in the line where you're not in the shade. You're in the sun. You are profusely sweating. At least I am. So yeah. what do you do? You zip off. You're you, let the bottoms. You macrame jean shorts. And then you stuff that into your cargo pockets that are already there. Yes, dude. It's it like oh, I don't I haven't I been to them. an amusement park since I came up with this theory, but I'm not going in anything but I love that type them. of pants. Plus they just have the most functional pockets. Yeah. So many pockets. So many pockets. Love them. Hot, cold, doesn't matter. I got the pants for them. I got the pants or <clears throat> Pants shorts for them. Yeah, yeah. I got the pants and or pants shorts. And or. Um, exactly. Um, kind of dive into some stuff. I brought us some fruit, obviously. Looks good. Yeah. Um, it looks it, recognizable. Yeah, it is recognizable. But here's the thing. We're getting near the holiday season. Mm-hmm. We talked about a Christmas pair. Christmas pair. Which I thought you made up. And now. Sort of. And now. This isn't necessarily called a Christmas pair, but this is a red bear. Which Christmas red? Yeah, the outside basically is the same, like the color of a papaya. And then I was like, "Well, I don't want to just bring a red pair." And I looked, and Horrocks had so many different red fruits. So I also hmm. grabbed red kiwis. Nice, which you can see on the inside. Yeah, it is. It's like red. a sunburst of red. Yeah. So it's fruit that you and I know. Um, <clears throat> but with a little fun Christmas twist. Yeah, with a fun Christmassy 
red twist. Um, I yeah. already took a bite of the pear. It's fantastic. Okay, well, I'm going to take a bite. It, it literally is just, it looks like a pear, maybe a little bit bigger, but is red. So here we go. Yummy. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. It's a great pear. It tastes like a pear, but like a really good pear. Yeah, I haven't had pears in a long time. Me neither. <laughs> I forget how much I like them. <laughs> I never really like I'm like, when I hear someone say, oh, you want a pear? I'm like, eh. But then when I'm eating a pear, I'm like, oh. Oh, this is really good. I actually really like pears. I'm going to take another bite. This is easy as eating an apple. Yeah. No, this is high on the eating on a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always softer than I imagine. More supple. Somewhat, yeah, supple. Um, I oh, thank you a, for the pear. I brought us a um, fork for the kiwi. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. so the pear, it's delicious, but it doesn't taste anything different, different than a normal pear. So this so one's supposed to be... Sever, it does taste like Christmas. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I got notes of um, juniper. Yeah, and, no. I think I tasted mistletoe. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, um, I forget what it was. There's a um, uh, like a thing inside of this kiwi that makes it kind of more red. Hmm. Anthocyanin, a naturally occurring pigment pigment in the fruit. So it's just the color, or is it like a different variety? Like should I expect oh, the soft pale flesh and a distinct red ring around the seed, thanks to anthocyanin. Hmm. How long do you think it took them? That was disgusting. How long do you it think? It tastes different. Do you think it took them to realize that this so was different. like just a different kind of pear and not bad? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just do the whole thing. It tastes. I, I don't know if you know what a kiwi tastes like, but it tastes. You got to bite the inside. The red part tastes so different. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe raspberry. It. Yeah. It tastes like artificial raspberry. Yeah. It tastes like um when you make uh pie filling out of raspberries. Yes. That's what it tastes like to me. So this is what this is what this is what cracks me up. It says last year, New Zealand producer Zespri launched a new seasonal red kiwi fruit. I'm sorry. Is this He's dropping fashion? it like there's <laughs> new like new Jordans. He just drops <laughs> drops a new color of kiwi on us uh this was from 2019 um, and it happened that year or last year uh so this was an article from may 23rd 2019 last year New Zealand so 2018 producer. they're just like yep we're dropping a new kiwi this year a new seasonal huh well that's interesting um, i did know like i just found out that like bloop oh, go ahead you have something else you want to say so what I wanted to say, and I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm glad you said what you said. It's a sweet taste, similar to normal fruit, but has a nice berry twist. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's what I got. I just learned that like um, blueberries didn't used to grow in California, and then they adapted them to be able to grow in California, like not that long ago. And so they're just changing fruit. So it's like that stuff probably happens more than we think where they drop a new fruit. They just don't, we don't realize it. So you know, like, you know the whole story about bananas, right? And the monkeys or no, no I no. don't. So like the bananas <clears throat> that you probably grew up with don't exist anymore. Okay. So like they, in order to keep 
banana productions. They're like cloning bananas. But each clone is a little different than the last one. So like they're kind of getting mm. like a little worse or something. There's like, uh, So like everyone's just slightly different. And then the next one's slightly different. Yeah, it's like a whole iteration. So Interesting. Craig, I'm going need to need you to look this up for me because I don't want to say any false material. But there is a massive rabbit hole. Um, Banana rabbit yeah. hole? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's insane. Huh. It's I would have never guessed that. Yeah. So they're just not growing in the wild? They don't grow enough in the wild for us to consume them? Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe like, I think mm. probably like diseases and stuff. Maybe yeah. they have to make them resistant to um, bananas or like if there's fertility problems yeah because that's like that's an issue (laughs) that's ironic a banana having fertility issues yeah oh actually hold on (laughs) because all edible varieties of bananas are sterile introducing new genetic traits to help cope with pests and diseases is nearly impossible huh so not totally though a sterile banana will itself experience a genetic accident that allows an almost normal seed to develop. So it's not so I'm like sterile. that's just something quick. Obviously Craig will probably yeah. dive into it. Huh. Interesting. Uh but yeah we're eating an asexual clone of bananas. <laughs> it's like this weird someone the someone was like, hey Devin, you want to know a fun fact? And I, it just ruined me. The most prominent phallic shaped fruit is an asexual sterile clone. and asexual isn't it ironic hmm well now i have a fun fact so maybe that'll win me trivia someday i look forward to it you want to know another one sure he's chewing a red kiwi that one had such a strong berry flaced flaced taste i was gonna say flavor yeah yeah um no, flaced i, I knew he meant flavor taste a uh, bald eagle has roughly 7,000 feathers on his body. Huh. Did not know that. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you ask me how many feathers, I don't think that's too far off what I would have guessed. Like, that makes sense. Like, sometimes I hear a fun fact, I'm like, there's no way that's true. That one, I'm like, very believable. That is a very believable fun fact. Yeah. Well. Anyway. How neat is that? Um, I brought a beer. We, of course, didn't wait. We've we've tried it because, well, you know, um, it is uh, a Keweenaw. each other. What'd you say? I missed it. Dang it. What'd you say? You said, uh, you said, well, we've actually, we've actually already tried it. And I said, well, yeah, that's the only way Seth and I could put up with each other. Right. Yeah. We have to be drinking in each other's presence. It's not Just a big kidding. deal, but, um, it's from Keweenaw Brewing Company, which the Keweenaw is in Michigan. It's in the UP way, way up there. It's the little thing that sticks off the top. Um, and it is a rye India pale ale called point trail ale. Um, point trail rye PA is brewed with just enough malted rye to lend a spicy crispness to an already complex multi hopped beer. So I would say it's actually, it's smooth. Yeah. So like, I I don't, it doesn't taste like an IPA. It's like, um, smooth. Yeah, it says here, um, proceeds from the sale of Point Trail Ale go to benefit the Copper Harbor Trails Club. 
I love that. So, uh, again, another local beer. Um, and actually, we should do an episode sometime on mountain biking. I would love that. Um, but the Keweenaw Peninsula has some of the best mountain biking in the world. In Copper Harbor, there's like world class people go from all over. Yeah, yeah. There's like a ton of YouTube videos. Oh, Yo, yeah. I get there's a guy up there who has a small dog. I don't remember what breed it is. It's been a while since I've watched his videos, but it's like a Chihuahua or like like that kind of dog. It's not like a small like spaniel. And it mountain bike like runs along him. It mountain bikes. It mountain bikes with him. But like (laughs) no, it just runs alongside him for miles and miles and miles and just has like good trail etiquette, gets out of the way. That thing's probably just a yoked chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a chihuahua or not, but it's like, it's something, it's a lap dog esque. I can remember seeing it being. You're like, no way. Whoa. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. I just can't wait till I can have a dog buddy like that. Yeah. See, I. I was driving, Kelsey and I were driving down the road the other day, and there was just this old man driving in this old Ford Ranger, and there was just this dog sitting in the passenger seat, and they were just living it up. Yeah. And it, it's like, I started talking about like, it's funny how um, dogs who um, have older um, parents, yeah, masters, whatever, right. kind of match the energy yep. of, of like their owners. I think a lot of pets do that too. It's yeah. So like this, this guy was just enjoying his, his day. Um, I think it was like Sunday or it was. It was a weekend day, Sunday or Saturday, yeah. um, and the the dog was just, you know, window cracked, <laughs> sitting, nuzzling in, hanging out, looking back out the window, just chilling, laying down. Because we were like, we'd like, you know, drove by him for a little bit. That's incredible. And I was just like, that is that is that that is the definition of a best friend. Yeah, a man and his best friend. <clears throat> I I think I could get behind that. My only problem is I'm a very self-centered person in terms of my like time (laughs) and convenience. And that's, (laughs) that sounds bad. But what I mean is I don't like when things restrict me in life. Like I love absolute freedom and absolute freedom is being able to like go on vacation on the way. And yeah, like if I wanted to drive, you know, up North right now, I could, I mean, I have work, but like even that, I, I could probably get out of that to some extent. Um, where a dog, you can't leave them for more than like at absolute most like 12 hours, which is a long time. But whenever people, I feel like this happens a lot. They're like, oh, like we have to go. Like we wish we could stay, but we gotta go let out Henry. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want that to be me. And they just bring Henry with you. Well, I like Henry that as long as the dog is trained and behaves well but it's too often people treat it like it's not a dog you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. like paul and i when we walked a dog the other day and uh, we were both talking about how um <clears throat> if we were to have a dog like we could like do some command and it just like yeah obedience i think our our generation and is very inclined to make it it's best friend and it's not a master. I mean, it can be your best friend, but it's, you're not, they're not, it's master. It's like they're equals. And that just leads to a, well, like a poor behaved dog. Yeah. In a lot like of cases. Trying to reason and argue with a three year old. Right. 
No, there's I, no voice of reason in, there. You in the situation of a dog, like I am the master, the dog is my yeah, your alpha obedient. Yeah, yeah, your alpha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not in like that you like abuse them in that way, but just like what I say is the law. Yeah, and that's that. But I digress. Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox on dogs. I think a lot of people like the idea of a dog, but they don't Until like they get a dog. They don't like the responsibility of what it takes to be a dog owner but i digress i dig yeah anyway um seth you um you went hunting the other day i did i um i went hunting yesterday and today uh yesterday was the 15th which is almost a national or sorry almost a statewide holiday here in michigan um a lot of schools take it off um some businesses uh, it's probably one of the most taken off days in terms of workers, I would say, in in the state. Yeah. It's very popular. <clears throat> um, and I got to go out in the morning and hunt. I got to go out in the afternoon and hunt. And then I hunted today after work. Um, I'm hunting kind of a new area. I hunted it a little bit last year. Um, but we're still learning a lot about it. It's like 300 acres of public land. Um, and so haven't had a ton of luck yet. Uh, haven't been able, haven't even had an opportunity to shoot, but I mean, it's only day two. Uh, I did see a small buck yesterday, which was fun. Um, uh, how big I, it was moving through the brush pretty quick, pretty far away. Um, so, so it wasn't, a, it was Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prob- probably. It just, it was a skinwalker. Um, <laughs> no, it was at least a three point. It probably was a four point, but real small, just a young little guy, probably a year old or year and a half old. Um, I wouldn't have shot it even if I did get a chance to, but it was nice to see a buck. It really gets your adrenaline running. That's one of those things for me that, um, nothing quite compares to the feeling of, uh, being out hunting and having a, like a buck walk in front of you. It gets your heart pumping. And even in this one where I was like, well, unless it circles back, I'm not even going to be able to get a shot. And even then I won't take the shot. I still was giddy with excitement. It, it, it's hard to explain. And then like tonight I was sitting up in a tree stand and out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move and my brain instantly went to deer because that's what I'm looking for. And I like felt that rush of adrenaline as I was like, Oh, like my mind instantly went to like, okay, got to stand up. Like, you know, like preparing, going through the steps that I would take as it walks out into this opening. Uh, and it was a leaf on a tree (laughs) that was just caught my eye right and looked like it. Um, leaf, but, <laughs> but yeah, it was super, super exciting. I haven't, there hasn't been a ton of hunting pressure, which is nice. Uh, I'm used to hunting private land, which is very different than public. Yeah, and so you out there. Yeah. Like private, you know, I'm the only one. Yeah. Uh, what are, what are you hunting with? 20 gauge? I hunt with a 12 gauge, 12 gauge. Remington 870 Express Magnum. It's probably the most popular deer hunting gun in lower Michigan. Yeah. Not, not out West. Um, I shoot buckshot, which I'm one of the few people that I've met that hunt with buckshot. I was going to say, I I think we talked about this. Yeah, we might've, um, more people use slugs. 
Yeah. Um, I use buckshot. I is would it, shoot is it because you have a, a bad shot. Well, it's like, why would I shoot one bullet when I could shoot nine bullets? I mean, realistically. So yeah. Um, to be honest, I do it why because my one arrow when I can shoot a <laughs> bullet. Well, that's, that's, that's fair as well. I, I no, see I re- the argument. I there. respect. I honestly, I do it more so because that's what my dad does. And that's, so I do did what my dad does, and it's proven effective. Isn't it weird how that happened? Like, oh yeah, I remember being a kid, and there'd be we like, "You're gonna be just like your dad." I'm like, no, I'm not. And then you turned out, and you were like, "Just like your dad." I'm like, just like my dad in yeah. a lot of instances, and I'm like, yeah, good and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is one of those instances, and it, like I said, it's also super been super effective for me for all the deer I've killed. Um has not been a problem. They I've never had to track a deer because they drop right there and that's Oh, not, I know we talked about this. Oh yeah. Your beginner's luck. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It would makes no sense. Yeah, and dropping bodies on top of each other. <laughs> so yeah, I uh this year I really want to get a deer though. I did not get one last year. I, I couldn't really go out hunting because work was really busy in November and I worked literally 7 days a week, so I never got a chance to go out. In fact, we couldn't even get a Christmas tree last year. Because That's really sad. We just I put know. ours up. I see that. Yeah, it, it's not it, decorated yet. It looks good though. Yeah. Thank you, Addison, <clears throat> for putting that up yeah. while I was at work today. We we um get a real tree and so that's why we didn't get one. Um Do you go what do you go? Year? Like Douglas fir, blue spruce. Blue spruce. That's yeah. what my mom and dad yeah. like. Same, same with again. That's what my parents get. That's so. That's what I get. Um, but Christmas trees can be crazy expensive, though. So they really can. They're like sometimes like eighty bucks. I'm like, oh. but the ambiance. No, and the, the smells. Smell. And I will say, we're getting a little off track, but I really. am nervous. Excuse me. This year because it's our first year having a Christmas tree with a cat. Ooh. Um, and cats have a tendency to like things that dangle in a Christmas I'm tree. At you, Tuna. Yeah. <laughs> right at you. Tuna. We'll see how he handles it. I don't know. Um, could be good. Could be bad. I think he'll probably <coughs> be okay. I think he might pee on it. Yeah. Well, we're going to, I think we're going to half decorate it at first. Um, all the cheap ones. Yep. That just in case he like jumps on it or does something stupid you with just it. Come home one day and he yeah. is the star. Well, we've had <laughs> <laughs> he's just perched in it. We've had, I had a cat, a cat growing up, Petey, um, who short for Pedialyte. <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of funny. He got his. I named him Petey because he only had three legs. Um, he got in a fight and lost one of his legs, so he limped around. And we had my dad had a friend named Petey who only had three fingers on one of his hands because he got it chopped up by a lawnmower blade, and so it just made sense to call him Petey because that guy's name was Pete, <laughs> and so that's that's how he got his name. Petey. That's like calling a blind cat Stevie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, insensitive maybe, worth it probably. Yeah, um, I have a funny story for you that kind of goes along with that. For a different time. For a different time. Okay. Anyway. Uh, speaking uh, of tuna, last thing I'll say about tuna. Um, I'm all, uh, P- tuna and I his, are actually friends. <laughs> yeah. They, you guys have been getting along. His gotcha ga- days this week, and I'm I'm typically not a uh, very sensitive pet owner. Yeah. But 
I'm going to the store to get Tuna some gifts for his birthday. We're going to feed him wet cat food for the first time. Uh, what day is it? Uh, it's the 18th. Okay. So Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yep. I'm very excited. I love I love Tuna. I love Tuna. Yeah, he's he's the best. He, uh, <clears throat> I respect the fact that he respects time. Yeah. He really, he really wants to get to know you yep. first. It took like three or four visits before he. No, more. Maybe, than that. maybe, yeah, more. He, <laughs> Consecutive. He's visit. a quality time guy, and if you don't earn it, he will just not like you. And I kept trying. <laughs> you were see. That's the thing. Though. You were consistent. You gave him space. Yep. Tuna and I. He just now always acts like an absolute drama. Yeah, guy. yeah. He can be dramatic, and it's funny because he's not like that with us but when people come around he starts acting like different cat i love it but um kind of segue yeah um into i think uh what might be some um fun hunting questions okay so i texted you some earlier but i figured tis the season um of hunting but not everyone might not like hunting but we can kind of throw a twist on it and uh, i can ask you some questions i don't know if you thought of any um a little bit yeah um but one of the questions i texted you is uh, if you could hunt any dinosaur <clears throat> mm-hmm. what would it be and why <sighs> you move on from whitetail yeah so the next ethical choice we're dinosaurs right yeah if right we, if we had the opportunity like what would you like you're like all right all right honey i'm going out to get it I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I think. It took me a while. I'm like trying to think of how the dinosaurs act. Because I care more about that than like the type of dinosaur, if you know what I mean. Like I don't have a favorite dinosaur. I was I was never super into dinosaurs as a kid. I just was a phase I missed, and so I wasn't like super new. I don't there. know a ton about them, so I'm going mostly off of Jurassic Park. Um, the Velociraptor, the aggressive one, it's a little bit smaller. That that's my that's my choice. That's your choice. So I'll, let, I'll let you figure out, and then I'll be I'll tell you why. Okay, um, so I'm kind of I think that one would be cool. Um, I think the triter- Triceratops isn't that the one with the horn? I think. I mean, it's like a rhino, but if, with three. right. Yeah. If we're if we're um, trophy hunting, then then that would be a good option. The T Rex is classic. Um, I'm almost thinking though, pterodactyl. Ooh, now that came out of left field. <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why. I think hunting a like a flying animal. Is already really fun. The size of a Volkswagen. Bug. Yeah, but like a huge <laughs> one. Like, what are you even using to take that sucker down? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I. And those are the only four dinosaurs I think I know. Well, you can't forget about like the long neck. Yeah, but what is that called? Uh, bront, 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 brontosaurus, brontosaurus. Yeah, right. Like that. Okay, remember that's true. Land before land. time. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if you've seen Land of the Lost, there's a T-Rex. What is that? It's a walnut. <laughs> yeah. Their brains are actually the size of a walnut. 
And so if it's like that's their personality, then probably the T-Rex. I think that'd be a fun back-and-forth challenge. Why is everything related back to Land of the Lost? This is at least the third, minimum third podcast that I've talked about Land of the Lost on. (laughs) Will Ferrell, you might want to start giving us royalty. Yeah. um, Or I think it would go the other way around, but uh, (laughs) I'm down for that. (laughs) Um, Okay, final answer. I'm going with the pterodactyl. And I don't know how I'm going to take it down yet, but I think it'd be really fun. Especially if I'm using prehistoric tools. You'd need like a cannon to take that thing out of the sky. <laughs> you imagine you have to light the fuse. <laughs> like aim it at through the sky. Waiting, waiting for it to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be so impressive. <laughs> or, or I'm thinking like you climb the tree. And yeah. like Choke you, it? well, you like have a spear or something, mm, okay, and or javelin, and you like it, as it drives by, you hit it. Yeah, I think I'm using an AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're gonna take down. Well, maybe a Velociraptor. I guess it depends on their skin. Well, I think you could take down a pterodactyl. Maybe they're pretty small bullets. I think you're gonna want something a little yeah, but beefier. I mean, I could throw. Yeah, however many yeah. rounds. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because they're up there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay, why are you picking Velociraptor? Yeah, um, because it's an abs like that thing is an absolute killing machine. And right. I'd want one of, like, you know, they're famous for those right. nasty claws. The, like, rear, it, like, sticks backwards out, right? No, it's, like, the claw that's, like, their, it's almost like their index finger. Oh, okay. But, like, <clears throat> the issue with that is kind of, they're like wolves. They hunt in packs. Uh, um, and they're smart, right? And they're, like, pretty smart. And they have really good communication skills. So, like, if I were to bring one home, people would just be like, right. what? How did you get that? How? Like, you know, you're in the suburbs. Like, did you see what Devin brought home? (laughs) Yeah. Honey. Yeah. What are you doing? As long as they're not endangered, because if they're endangered, people are not going to be impressed. They're going to be very upset. I would never hunt an endangered animal. But assuming they're in great abundance. Like, 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 like whitetail abundance. Um, but I just think it would be so, one, it would be like, it'd be a tough hunt. Yeah. So like, it'd be like a really fulfilling hunt. I feel like. Um, okay. and if I were to get it mounted, like that'd be an, like that would be right. That'd be, yeah, a no, super... that's, that's a piece to put in your living room for yeah. sure. Okay. So I understand that there's, I'm sure there's some science behind it, but how in the hell do we know that velociraptors were great communicators hunted in packs and killing machines? They were also, they, they can apparently run. How do we know this? They can run 25 miles an hour. We're making shit up, I'm pretty sure. Also, There's they're... no way. We know that. <laughs> we don't even have like full remains. You know when you see like a dinosaur in the museum, and you're like, oh, that's the skeleton of a T-Rex. It's like so, 4% of the bones are real, and the rest are all 3D printed. I don't so get this, is, this is crazy. Velociraptor was only about a, a length of 6 feet and weighing about 100 pounds. I knew they were small. I thought they were a little bigger, but um, yeah. I wait only a hundred pounds. <laughs> oh, I'm turning that thing to shreds. I don't care what kind of teeth it has, what kind of if it's a, if it is six foot tall 
and 100 no, pounds. No, 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 no. Six foot in length. Okay. Six foot in length and only 100 pounds. I'm snapping that thing in half. No chance. I have double the weight. Uh, Yeah, no. Yeah, measuring about six feet, a little over six feet long, and um, one foot high at the hip. Yeah, no, I'm kicking that thing. Wait, okay, I thought they were way bigger. I, I'm i confused. How is it only one foot tall at the hip, at the hip but it's six foot long? Was it like an alligator? <laughs> that's, what an, that's literally an alligator. <laughs> Are we sure we've there's actually such thing as velociraptors and we're not just looking at old alligator bones? In real life. So the, listen. In real life, hold as on, if. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Velociraptor is one of the dinosaur most familiar to the general public due to its prominent role in Jurassic Park. Right. However, in real life, Velociraptor was roughly the size of a turkey. Yeah, I'm kicking that Velociraptor's ass. Considerably smaller than the approximately They're... two meter tall and hundred and eighty pound reptile seen in the films. I am going... Okay, so maybe now I'm I'm changing yeah when I'm hunting. That does change it. I'm maybe like a stegosaurus. Okay. Uh, the thing that had like the mace at the end of yeah. its tail with the giant blades. Yep. I think that would just be really yeah, cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Because I can go hunt velociraptors. Right. They're, 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 they're turkeys. They're turkeys. And turkeys kind of look prehistoric to begin with. I just want to officially say on the record there is not a turkey <clears throat> in this world that can beat me up. And therefore, I could take any velociraptor. There's just no way. Yeah. Uh, it's going to dig its claw to me, but I. It's. You're going to do it one time, and then I have my entire hand around its neck. Yeah. I'm, I mean, and then around, even I'm actually then. holding four velociraptors in each hand. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> like a. Ring like its a neck like a flower. chicken. Like, yeah, like a bouquet of flowers. No, yeah. I That's crazy. I did not know that. So, what were. T Rex is actually the size of like a horse? Good. <laughs> Labrador <laughs> is that like is that what we're at right now? I thought everything was bigger in prehistoric times. Yeah, so did I. That's Lost crazy. So maybe they're not six feet long then. Yeah, I just. I, but they are <clears throat> apparently feathered animals. They were up to a hundred pounds and about the size. Okay, so. Well, I, I have okay, heard so, that. So this this site this site this site. Well, I can't even talk. This site says. And this is National Geographic. 100 pounds about the size of a wolf. Hmm. Yeah, still. I think I'm taking it down. Although, I don't know. So, like. Yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe I do the size of a, If it's the size of a wolf. The size of a wolf and the size of a turkey to me are very different. Yeah. Have you ever I do seen not wolves consider, are huge. Yeah. I, I've, there's a show on Netflix called Animals. I don't know if you've seen. Um. I have not. But I've started watching it. The first one was on big cats. The second one was on dogs. And it's incredible. Highly recommend. Good to know. Um, Yeah. No. I think I'm going to stick with the pterodactyl. Yeah. I think it would make for a sick mount. Make it into like a chandelier type thing. Hang it from the ceiling. Um, Yeah. I have heard dinosaurs are more like birds than like reptile or like alligators like we think of them as this like scaly that's it yeah that's all the teeth 
yeah, I don't know. Not impressed by you know that's it, the daggers on its feet look nasty. Well, but they do look nasty. I I am not impressed by Velociraptors as much as I was. Me neither. Before this, um. Okay. I'm just looking at how big a pterodactyl is now. Yeah, you said the size of a VW van. Yeah, the or wingspan VW was beetle. Um, the the wingspan is about nineteen and a half feet. Holy <laughs> shnikes! <laughs> the body is the body is about six feet. That is crazy. That's a big bird. Nineteen feet, two basketball hoops wide. Yeah, that's nuts. That that's bigger than. Um. So there's like a a bunch of different kinds of pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. There's the pterosaur. Um, their wingspan was thirty five. Oh my feet. gosh! You imagine something and like that the flying largest over of them your head? Weighed a quarter of a ton. That's a small plane. That's a little puddle jumper plane. Bigger, bigger wingspan. That's insane. That's insane. Dinosaurs. They, um, they couldn't fly, um, so they glided. Mm. So, like, they, they were near cliffs, and they would literally, like... That's the lamest-ish I've ever heard. They couldn't fly? They could. They they, they would, like, soar. Okay. But they, they're, I they're, can they soar so, in a flying squirrel suit. They were so massive. Well, yeah. What the... That, this thing's called a pterosaur. Um, they're similar to hang gliders. <laughs> but, I mean, look at that. Yeah. It's the same size as a giraffe. <laughs> and then the wingspan I, is 35 I, feet. I stand behind this would be the coolest animal to hunt <laughs> for me. Or dinosaur. Coolest dinosaur. I'm sticking with that. I, I, think, I think the cannon... Might actually work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry. Even if you miss by four or five feet, you're still hitting it. Hitting so, it. yeah. Is, it can't fly, so it's going down. Right. That's true. It's awkward. I mean, I, I I grew up with a parrot. Those things aren't very fast on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. A good question to, yeah. to start us off here. I don't... I'm trying to think of. One. I mean, I have another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I texted you I have a follow-up question. Yes. Which was, um, if you could hunt any animal or thing off or made famous by television and/or movies, what would it be? Right. Monster, animal, character. Not human, obviously. I'm just talking like. Yeah, my mind instantly went to human when you said character. Yeah, well, like Bambi's a character right. in a movie. Right. Hmm. King Kong is a character in King Kong. Okay. Thing. Um, this is a... You asked. You texted me this question earlier, and I thought about it, and now I'm still thinking about it, and I still don't have a good answer yet, I feel like. So uh, this is a tough one. Do you have one ready, or should I... No, I was really uh, I was gonna, <coughs> okay, and the, and they kind of like followed into like what, um, what, um, science fiction or 
movie made TV show weapon would you use? Well, there's a snipe. That could be a cool one. A what? A snipe. What's that? You ever seen Up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like bird thing? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Um. Well, when I was talking about weapon, then you hit me with snipe. Oh, no, right, I was right. Like, Sniper, like what? yeah, no, the bird snipe. Um, hmm. The shark from Jaws. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's your your options are endless at this point. Right. Anything that was made famous by like um, Hollywood, Bugs Bunny. Elmer Fudd. Eh. What's up, Seth? <laughs> Looney Tunes is on, I think, HBO Max. I've been watching it. <laughs> um, ooh. I feel like I'm, we're, like I'm missing some obvious ones here. That could be a Wookiee. That is. That Wookiees would Ewok. be. Ewok. Ewok, yeah. Um, hmm. Other. Fantasy animals. The lion from MGM Studios. Oh, okay. <laughs> the a Tasmanian devil. I'm still on Looney Tunes. You really are just stuck on Looney Tunes. <laughs> Tasmanian devils are real. I could go hunt those. Um, have you ever seen the the one Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie Rampage? No. Like those those big monsters. The bull from Ferdinand. Hmm. Bagheera from the Jungle Book, Baloo from the Jungle Book. I couldn't. That, that was like my favorite movie. Yogi. I couldn't do that. <laughs> Smokey the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Go down notorious in history as the guy who killed Smokey the Bear. Um, what else do we have? Um, oh, do you remember that old cart like uh, animated movie from when we were kids, like Open Season? Yes, Elliot <laughs> or Boog. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, see, part of me thinks okay, the um, bully deer in open season, the guy who bullies Elliot because he's the the one that's like a trophy bug. Yeah, I want him. I'm taking him <laughs> out because Elliot's just a good dude trying to slay some poon, and this guy is not letting it happen. Yeah. I think I'm taking him out. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna I... look great on my wall. He's probably taste delicious, and he was a douche. It is a douche. What's his name? Do we have a name for this guy? Um, dude, that movie came out. I was like ten or eleven. Two thousand eight. Two thousand six. Ooh, I was close. Um, I don't know if I have a a name for him. Yeah, I don't. I think it was voiced by the the guy who voices Kronk. Oh, so it's Ian. Ian, yeah. it's Ian. Yeah, no, I'm for sure shooting yeah. Ian. What are you talking about, Elliot? <laughs> Look who came around! Look who came around! There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm taking. Who are you taking? Um, I think Scar. Ooh, from the Lion King. Okay, because a Lion King is one of those movies that I still watch. That I I hope the ending changes every time yeah i know it's not gonna change no not yet not yet and i'm like scar you yeah piece of work yeah so i would i would ideally 
want to kill him before right. the events. I uh, speaking of the show, I was just watching animals. First ones on big cats, and they were did lions, and the this probably like most people probably already know this, but it's kind of new to me. I feel like maybe I learned it one time, but anyway, the male like the alpha has its like younger ones that foul, but then other males come and challenge him and try to like and basically just keep coming back until they're finally successful in killing him like year after year like there's just like there's no rest ever there's no like i oh, won what's up, josh these are my like these are my hoes i won it's like nope every you're constantly being challenged like and he's got to just be old barrage. and tired yeah one of the one of his younger ones died spoilers sorry i'm sorry i at that point i'm like f it dude take it i don't right but then you just you you don't eat like that's his life yeah, because no, they go, they're pack I go, animals i go and i start my own new pack yeah i don't know if it works like that it's like the, it's like do you want to die or to continue to have like the gift of life for a little bit i mean I'm sure you could still eat. Like you live, a l- you might live a little bit longer, but you got no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Yeah, yeah, I take it back. <laughs> I mean, what's life without bitches? <laughs> no, but seriously, and then the women so, just. The I mean, the animal kingdom is nuts. Yeah, it's insane. Could you imagine? It's savage. If humans lived like the animal kingdom. Yeah, I mean, we. I feel like it's probably fairly new that we have stopped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in the history of like mankind, we were pretty savage towards each other most of the time. Savage. Yeah. (laughs) Classy, bougie, rat. Um, No, they, we were watching wolves hunt buffalo and the wolf just, Comes up behind the buffalo and sprints at it until it's so tired and then bites the back of its leg until it finally gives up and just gets eaten alive. That is I some mean, dark stuff happening. No, it's it's very dark. Have you like nature is metal? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the Great videos account. of like the hyenas tearing out like the hind quarters of like antelope or zebras to where like yeah. they eat so much of the muscle tissue that the animal can't even move? And then it just like collapses. Yep, that's ruthless, ruthless, ruthless. Or um, when hyenas come and challenge lions for their kill, and it's like they have to choose from from defending their kill to feed their family, but potentially dying. And the hyenas are just like literally just sneaking in, yipping at the lion and, and trying to run it off. It's just insane. And hyenas are gnarly yeah like they are gnarly yeah they one animal i will happily right and they they're nothing compared to a lion except for when there's six of there's yeah there's 10 hyenas and one or two lions and it's like yeah lion has no chance yeah they usually end up running away giving up their kill yeah, at that point, it's like... Well, I mean, that's there is a lot of truth then to the Lion King. 
There, no, there totally is. I mean, hyenas kind of got a bad rap, but kind of feels like maybe. I'm, I'll never. That scene was like so eerie, and that as a kid, you're like, no. <laughs> you know what scene I love in that movie? The scene where the vultures are like up in the trees, like talking. And they're like, uh, not what I was gonna say, but yeah, that's a good one. Okay, but well, um, I was gonna say, are you gonna keep guessing? Timon and Pumbaa, something with Timon. Of course. Yeah. Well. When they are dressed up like they're at a luau <laughs> distracting the hyenas. <laughs> He's got an apple in his mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty gold. Ooh, actually, do you know, okay, so if it wasn't Scar, do you know what other animal I'd probably want to hunt? Monster character thing. Yeah, what? The... the camouflaging monster thing from monsters inc randall randall oh he's the worst i know yeah he'd be a good one probably hard to kill he's a little sneaky little sly yeah i mean at this point i can choose also whatever weapon right so what are you picking ray gun ray Ray gun instant (laughs) the vundavafa i'm sticking with my cannon (laughs) (laughs) all right the fuse is lit Ten more seconds now. <laughs> Should be firing anytime. Do you mind holding still there? <laughs> ah, you gotta go ray gun. <laughs> yeah, ray gun. That's a good one. The intervention. <laughs> Quick scope them. <laughs> Three sixty fours though, dude. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, here, here. I'll hit you with another question. Okay. Uh, hypothetical locations places and movies and stuff where would you want to hunt hmm hypothetical like or fake like like, yeah like you know stuff from star wars stuff from i mean stuff from narnia would be dope what's i'm sorry mr tum (laughs) (laughs) they they got him (laughs) it's just some redneck with a six-pack and a beer belly (laughs) he's got him on the back the back of his truck Tied to the roof. <laughs> it must have been the witch. <laughs> she just comes driving his rusty Chevrolet. <laughs> oh, <I got him. laughs> Damn hybrids. <laughs> Been eating all the corn here. I'll show him a lesson. Oh my gosh. Post this guy up on the stake in my lawn. Be- show all the other boys. I mean, you could trap beavers. You got a Mr. Tumnus and his. Honestly, that wasn't even the forefront of my um my brain, but that that's brilliant. Yeah, and then then you just walk home through the wardrobe <laughs> and you. <laughs> it turned the wardrobe into a walk-in freezer. <laughs> just on your way in, you hang them up. <laughs> and you're in your bedroom. You wash up, and it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's dang near perfect. All right, Uh, what are you picking? You know, um, I was gonna go uh, Lord of the Rings, so Middle Earth. Do you want to hunt for anything specific while you're there? I mean, not necessarily. I don't know if I can really match, um, 
Mr. Tumnus. Right. But picture this. You're on the back of a massive eagle. Yeah. Around. Yep. You got a cannon. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Legless. Legless is right next to you. Um, and you guys are just bow like he's teaching you how to bow hunt. Yeah. And you just got, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, Middle fun, Earth would be fun. Fun fact about me: I've never seen Star, or I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Whoa! <laughs> really? Really? Never seen it. I mean, it is a commitment. I'm, like three I'm, movies is the same as like an, a two entire two seasons of TV. So. I'm down for a commitment. I like that's not the them. that's not the issue. It's just I haven't. It just hasn't happened. I'm sure I'll be really into it when I do. So I that's what happened with Star Wars. So we can do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. Um, dude, that was like, as a kid, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That sign me up. Yeah. I, um, my dad only watches Westerns pretty much. Oh, like exclusively I, Western. Yep. Tombstone. Was, classic. Dude. Um, movie. He was never into like Star Wars or any of those, and then I had my two older sisters, Wars. so I just it never happened for me. It's funny, my dad. My dad like he used to tell me like I was seventeen years old. Star Wars came out. I was always the coolest thing. Yeah, but at the same time, I think one of his favorite movies is Tombstone, <laughs> which I love that movie. Yeah, no, I got I hated I, westerns because it was like my dad always was. It was like all we watched was always on and it just like always seemed like it moved so slow and so boring and I never knew who the bad guys were and then in my adult life I was like I love westerns okay oh. like they I started to appreciate the yeah the, no westerns the are stories. really good I actually was just saying this week on my bucket list is to read Lonesome Dove I've okay. heard it's a great book but it's super long I know I never read it so I can't really very very long but um, and then actually, someone recommended to me to um, to watch "The Heart of a Fall" on Netflix, which is a western. My okay. brother-in-law described it as three ten to Yuma meets Django Unchained. I'm in. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm in. So I'm gonna um, watch that. Speaking of Tombstone, uh, if you ever go to Leadville, which I've talked yep. about this a lot, there's a saloon there um, with a bunch of Doc Holiday stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like the last place that doc holiday like killed someone hmm. like shot him right out in front that's interesting have, like, a bunch of memorabilia inside it's it's like really cool huh my dad was watching tombstone this weekend when i was home so i i remember as a kid my dad was yeah different times of that movie would just be on yeah and then i will always have the like the last thing when he's doc holiday's like dying in bed he's like this is all funny it's just like I'm yeah. like stuck in my head yeah nostalgic and yeah, no, it's good. Um, why? Yeah. yeah, there's there's quite a few good westerns out there. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like specific ones. Um, I'm I'm also like I'm like my brain's like stuck on like period piece movies like Dances with Wolves and yeah stuff that like includes western right. stuff but isn't necessarily cowboy western. Yeah. Yeah. I never really watched any of the John Wayne movies. My dad loves John Wayne. Um, True Grit. Like the good, yeah, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood. Um, I remember 
There's a original 310 to Yuma, and then yep. there's the remake. Then there's the remake. Same thing with True Grit. Yep. Um, I want to see the new one that's coming out, Cry Macho, another Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, I heard I heard a negative review, but I don't take that. I take it with a grain of salt. Um, there was like that what that famous TV show Deadwood. Mm, never heard of that actually. Um, yeah, obviously the classic um, animated film Spirit. <laughs> Natu- naturally, naturally, yeah. Um, the Hateful Eight technically is a western. Yeah, ish. It was well, there was wasn't there a seven one was the magnificent magnificent seven, seven hateful eight yeah yeah um, <laughs> yeah can't think of any any other ones that you know pop off in the, in the top of my head yeah. yeah um well it's about that Rango. time go Ray Rango yeah um. Surprisingly a large genre. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> My dad's favorite. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> when you no. say that he was just watching Tombstone, you really meant. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Dad, not this again. Come on. Uh, I watched it for the plot. It's just Jake Gyllenhaal. He just... <laughs> it's all, I'm all about the plot. It's a good story. Oh, man. Um. Well, Is about that time. Closing comments you want to talk about? I will be going hunting this whole week and this weekend, and hopefully I get one and I have a good story to tell next week. Do you have like a sign, like a gone fishing, but like it says gone hunting. Gone hunting. Maddie gets home, she's like, oh, well. <laughs> no, it's, um, that's another thing that's interesting because she comes from a non-hunting family. I have tried to set the precedent very um, clearly that, from well depending on bow season as well but I, this year i couldn't bow hunt because of my arm but november 15th to november 30th do not make commitments for me like anything that we have i don't care if it's a family thing or a friend thing i might be there but i might not right. and i'm going hunting first that's my priority there's two weeks out of the year that i can hunt i can do the other stuff the rest of the year and so she's very understanding of that and supportive and doesn't like make me feel guilty for missing things. Like I'm missing a birth, family birthday party Saturday cause I'll be in Millington hunting and Sucks that's just, sucked. yeah. I mean, it's how far, very, how far um, is the place you're hunting from you? Uh, the place that I'm hunting like during the week is like 15 minutes from my house. The place that I'm going this weekend is my, my family's home where I grew up. Yeah. That's three hours away. Yeah. So it's a hike out there, but yeah. So it's just, that's the, that's the precedent is I am not going to be around and it, I'll try to go to things, but like even tonight I'm here, yeah, we're like, here recording late cause I was out hunting Yeah, and I'm, I knew, I knew. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my priority. Um, but it's only two, two weeks out of the year. So no, I don't blame you. I'm, gotta put I'm meat hoping in, you get a deer. Got to put meat in the freezer that we can eat it. Oh, we will. I'm really hoping I get one. Um, I should be able to, if not this week, I should be able to close the deal this weekend on a doe, if nothing else. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Even just like. Yeah. Sticks. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, venison sticks or yeah. beer. We call them beer sticks. Yeah, I, I, everyone has a different name. Yeah, I was hoping you'd figure out what I meant. Yeah, I didn't want to throw out something. Yep. Um, those but, are just those are money. Yeah, so good. You oh, get summer so much, sausage and you can get so much beer sticks. From, yeah, from a deer too. Yep. So that's really exciting. Um, hopefully, that works out in my favor. Other than that, um, thanks for listening. Um, if you have real quick, just I want to throw on a word. Yeah. Um, the word of the week, if you listened is record player, record player, because we talked about it pretty frequently throughout the episode. Yep. So, all right, continue. Um, I, next week, since you have your Christmas tree up and it's a fake one, I want you to tell the story that you told me the other day of when your family got that Christmas tree that was real and it had alive. Yeah. Real alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you brought in a Christmas tree and it had a chipmunk in it, okay, that's understandable. I could see how it could happen. If you brought in a Christmas tree and it had two chipmunks in there, I could understand. But the fact that this thing had six chipmunks and four squirrels in it is how like how did you not notice how did it survive the fall to the ground yeah uh, uh, it's astounding to me it is insane and you what's even more insane because i won't get into too many of the details is the fact that they stayed there the entire time like you didn't realize it until you were taking the tree down yeah what were they eating i who knows how many they were sleuths man we never even we never heard anything until what, January, they might have been January third. Yeah, some of second. them might have just been helping themselves in your house. You might they might have jumped down and not even got back in the tree. And they, there could have been more, but we yeah. found six. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, insane, crazy story. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram um, at our, at around the campfire podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. If you have anything you want us to talk about or have any thoughts, always feel free to get a hold of us. Um, you can email, you can DM us on Instagram, you can text us. Call however, us. call. Um, yeah, if you ever get bored, just shoot us up a phone call. Yeah, we uh, would love to hear from you. We enjoy doing this. Um, so yeah, that's, if any of you are hunters out there and you get something, yeah, shoot us a picture for sure. We'll post it on the gram. Yeah, we'll repost some your, it. Some of you W's. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we'll leave it at that for today. You guys have a phenomenal week and we'll talk to you next week. Peace out.